Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday, where I give you six tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on the football field. Tip number one, an exercise tip. If you are performing the barbell back squat, I want you guys to do this one with me right now. Simulate like you have a barbell on your back. Now I want you to look over at your right, right wrist. That wrist should be facing directly forward, and your elbow should be directly underneath that wrist. What you'll see a lot of times in the gym, especially for guys that are falling forward on their squat, they're falling forward, they're almost falling through the front of the rack. Their, their wrist is actually facing towards the ground, and their elbow is flaring up behind their body. So when you put your arm in that bad position, it's actually putting your body in a naturally forward leaning position, and you're never able to squat vertically out of the hole on that back squat. So if you have your elbow directly underneath your wrist, and your wrist facing directly forward, you're in a great position to come out of the hole, straight up out of that hole, so you're not falling forward. Now, I'm over-exaggerating this, the concept of this conversation, but again, if you have that elbow underneath your wrist, you get this nice platform in your upper middle back, and you're able to drive out of the hole the right way, so you don't fall forward and uh, kill yourself during a back squat. Okay, tip number two, something that I'm experimenting with. I'm experimenting with this one as a coach, not as an athlete. You could do it either way. But again, I'm going to relate back to this book I'm reading, The Inner Game of Tennis. So this will also be tip number three included in this tip number two. So in The Inner Game of Tennis, again, who cares if you play tennis or not, what the book is talking about is how do you get better at anything by getting outside of your own head, by not overthinking things to the point that you're frozen and you can't execute. And in The Inner Game of Tennis, what the guy was saying was how he started helping his player, his people play better at tennis as a coach is that he would tell them to just focus on very small things. Not a hundred things. Not where's my foot, where's my racket, how do I twist my hips. It's focus on the seams of the ball. He started with that. Just focus on the seams of the ball. Then he said, start focusing on the sound of the ball when you hit it right. What does it sound like? And what he was saying was, is that by focusing on that stuff, the body would automatically correct itself to make that same repeatable sound of the good way it sounded when the ball was hit. I, I think about this when I played baseball. When I hit a ball well, it just felt right. He's saying stop overthinking all of the biomechanics to get that good sound. Just try and get that sound. Your body will take over the rest. So back to what I was experimenting with as a coach. I am a, I love special teams. I work with kickers a lot. Uh, I know that I've overcoached kickers a lot. You know, like on a, on a field goal, keep your legs straight. Keep your foot, shoulders directly over the ball. So I was working with a kicker last week on special teams. And instead of going through that, I experimented with he kicked a lousy kick. Then he kicked a great kick. And when he kicked the great kick, I said... All right, what'd you feel? He said, I just felt like I was looking at the ball more. I said, okay, that's all I want you to focus on right now. Is just look at that football. Look at that stripe on the top of that football, and that's all I want you to look at. And boom, repeatable. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm going to continue to experiment with that. It's kind of uh, hurts your ego a little bit because I feel like I have so much to teach, but maybe all that teaching just might not be worth it. I don't know. We'll see. I'll let you know. Okay, tip number four, the quote that I am thinking about. Heard this on a podcast from Tim Ferriss. The guy said, Try to earn the respect of the people you respect. I'll say that again. Try to earn the respect of the people you respect. And what he said was there's a lot of people in this world. There's billions of people in this world. And most of them you have no respect for. So why are you trying to cater to those people? What you should be doing is trying to cater your actions, cater your results to the people that you do respect. There's going to be a lot of people in this world that don't respect what you do. So why are you even thinking about them? Think about the people that you respect 
and try and put whatever platform you're working on in a situation or a quality product that those people respect. And I love that because I get down on myself sometimes, at least from a personal standpoint. I want to make everybody happy. I want to make people love me. And then it's uh, people that I don't even care about or haters that I start focusing on more than the people that whose actual respect I want to earn. And if you respect those people, well, then you're going to build the quality product to meet their standards. So it's a massive win-win. Okay, tip number five. This is a productivity tip. This one comes from the Joe Trunzo. So last week, Six Minute Monday, I had talked about technology and how it drains your time and attention. And he said, look, there is an app that will actually limit the amount of time that you could spend on other apps. So it's actually embedded in your phone. If you go to general and just do search and you type in like screen time, it'll, it'll come up and you can actually set limits. So I've put a limit on myself. I've eliminated Instagram. I don't, I'm not using that for the time being. I have no social media on my phone, but a lot of the time that I'm spending on my phone now is with text messaging people sometimes important like when I'm talking to the training guys but sometimes not important at all so I put a limit on myself I will not even say what it was or what it is but I have limiting myself thank you Joe Tronzo uh, I hope this helps now I feel like every text I send it better be important because I am on the clock Okay, tip number six, the craziest thing that I saw all week. So we are doing a new form of challenge at Advanced Training where I am making the challenges now and the guys are not. And what I'm doing with these challenges is I'm trying to add in multiple variables. Uh, sometimes it's speed. Sometimes it's strength. Sometimes it's power. And sometimes it is operating under pressure. So this week's challenge had a, a little bit of a, a weird thing to it. So not only were they pushing the prowler, but they weren't but they weren't pushing it straight. They were pushing it in a, a slalom, and they had to go through cones, and every time they hit a cone, they were penalized a second. But then when they were done with the prowler, rather than just hopping on sliders and do sliders, no, that wasn't the case. They had to pick up sliders, sprint 10 yards with those sliders, put those sliders down, put their feet on those sliders, and then slide 15 yards. And the craziest thing that I saw was that not one, but two guys, two guys, for whatever reason, stopped at 10 yards instead of 15 yards. Now, I get kind of the reason that there was a 10-yard mark on the field, so they just stopped on the 10-yard mark. It was a mark that the city painted on the field. They printed like a 10-yard, I don't know, 10-yard mark on the field. But my cone was at 15 yards. What makes it crazier is that they were not the first nor the second guys to go during this competition. We had about, I don't know, 10 guys do the same exact drill, and they probably went like 5th and 6th or 7th and 8th. They watched multiple guys go in front of them. What is crazy slash not crazy is that when your body or you're going through this chaotic state, it really is hard to operate the right way when you're under the state of pressure. So that's why I love to make these drills uh, combine all these different facets. Strength, speed, size, pressure really optimize the entire human being or put them to the ultimate test, as I would say. Now, other people would say that the craziest thing they saw a week is that uh, the great Joe Trunzo, the 2019 challenge champ, the 2020 tough man champ, when he went... He, not, he lost not only one, but two sliders on this same event. I, I don't know if it was because of the complexity event, or maybe it's just a freak of nature thing. I've never really even seen him lose one in the recent history, let alone lose two. But uh, again, I love these challenges. I love the fact that we're pushing these guys to a whole new level. And uh, thank you, Morano and Mock, for entertaining the hell out of me by stopping five yards short. All right, enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. This episode is brought to you by the Nutrition Treatment Center. Are you feeling tired, fat, bloated, weak, yet at the same time, you're training like you've never trained before, you're eating cleaner than you've ever eaten before, well, maybe you're doing everything right, but there's something wrong inside your body that's counteracting all the good things that you're doing. It's kind of like driving down the Garden State Parkway with your foot on the gas pedal, but you're not getting anywhere because the parking brake's on. And in the world of nutrition, that parking brake could be 
food sensitivities. For example, you could be eating grilled chicken, but it's actually making you fat. Or you could have a micronutrient deficiency. If you're feeling tired, fat, bloated, weak, and you think you're doing everything right, go visit our friend Dr. Tom over at the Nutrition Treatment Center. If you tell them that Advanced Training referred you, he will take 25% off your first consultation fee. This man legitimately changed my life. He brought me from, and I'll just say the numbers, 19.5% body fat, a guy who trained all the time, down to 12% body fat. I lost weight while eating more, and I've never felt better, and I'm, I'm an old man now. I'm not a young man, and I've never felt better. This guy saved my life. I 100% believe in what he's done. Again, visit Dr. Tom over at the nutritiontreatmentcenter.com.